excited today to continue our series called Pathway. And I have members of, my, of our discipleship team here to share with that and some uh, who will be with us through video. So bef- without me getting into it, I'll get, you'll hear me later. Let me let the discipleship team tell you more. We're going to start with a video from Venice Cagle. Last week, we heard about the pathway to Christ-likeness and how we love like Jesus. Today, I want to share with you the second statement of our pathway to Christ-likeness, live like Jesus. The Bible tells us through Scripture in 1 John 2, 6, the one who says he remains in him should walk just as he walked. And in Galatians 2, 20, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We live like Jesus when we walk in Jesus with others, just like Jesus did with us. This is called community. Community can be achieved in many ways. And here at Lafayette First, we gather in community through our connect groups, D groups, and advanced classes. Good morning. My name is Tammy Pence, and I am the director of Connect Groups, and I want to tell you a little bit about what Connect Groups are. So Connect Groups are our Sunday school groups, and sometimes we'll do, we call them Sunday school groups, and then other times we call them Connect Groups. So I want to ask you a question. If you are a part of a Connect Group, raise your hand. All right, we got a lot of hands raised. Well, I want to tell you a little bit about why it's important to get connected in to connect groups. You know, we do a great job at coming here to corporate worship, and we get to fellowship together sometimes, especially afterwards. But our intimate relationship with others and with God is in our connect groups. So our connect groups are small groups where we come together and we um, learn about God in all kinds of different ways. Our connect group leaders really get to choose the curriculum. So they're choosing different things. They might do something like um, some of our books that have it already prepared for you uh, each Sunday. And then other times we're doing separate um, uh, studies. Like today in my group, we're doing Hosea and learning about God's love. But not only that, but connect groups get you to interact with others in a more intimate way. I was going to ask someone to give a testimony about their um, connect group and how important it was to them. But I think last Sunday you got to see a little bit of evidence about connect groups and the importance when Dixie got baptized and her connect group got to stand for her as part of her family. Because connect groups are a family. You can ask anyone that's in a connect group. They are family. The other one we had was Beth when she came forward and uh, to join the church. She was also a part of our connect group. And instead of her family coming forward, her Sunday school, our connect group family, came forward to stand with her. And, you know, uh, Derek explained a little bit about the things that she's had going on in her life with the loss of her husband. And um, if she were to give her testimony today, she would say her connect group helped her along that journey that she's still going on in uh, healing from that loss. So um, it is 
just like family. So we get to connect to God. And that's the right reason why we're calling it connect groups. We're connecting to others. And then also, connect groups give us an opportunity to connect to the world through missions. And our connect groups are going to continue growing in how we think mission-minded and giving to missions, not only giving monetary, but giving of ourselves to missions, so mission projects and that kind of thing, a way for small groups of First Baptist Church to be um, representing our church, but representing it doing missions in our community. So if you're not connected to a connect group, I have um, some papers on the back table. It says reconnection, and I will be out there too. You can uh, get a list of the connect groups that we have. And then my suggestion is if you are wanting to go to a connect group that starts normally there at a regular Sunday school time, but if you want to uh, try it out, try out a connect group. You don't have to stay. Try out another connect group the next uh, couple of Sundays and see which one that you prefer. So I'll be standing out there uh, this afternoon so that you can talk to me if you would like. Just take a paper and pray about it and look over some of the connect groups that we have. And I think Dr. Phil is going to be coming talking to us about D groups. Thank you, Tammy. Yes, D groups are just another way for us to become more like Christ and to live more like Him, to strengthen us as disciples, and to help us learn more to make to be able to make better disciples. And actually, I've got a video for you that uh, Bruce and Johnny and I made actually about two years ago, just before COVID, about our D group. <laughs> My name's Johnny Hull. I'm Bruce Parrott. And I'm Phil Gilstrap. And uh, the three of us have been involved in uh, a discipleship group that we, we refer to as a D group. And we've been doing that since uh, February of 2018, so a couple of years now. And uh, originally, uh, Phil came up with the idea, and I'll let him explain that. And uh, God sort of put this together, but Phil? We weren't really friends or uh, well we were friends but we didn't hang out a lot together in the beginning and I guess just the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said uh, these are the two guys I need to talk to about it and I didn't feel like I knew how to be a disciple um, or teach someone else because I'd never been discipled and so I approached the two of them and found out that they also had the same feeling and we needed to find someone that could teach us how to be how to become disciples and teach other people and it went from there. But basically the idea and the journey that we've been on is, is learning together how to walk like Christ walked, how to live our lives the way that He has instructed us to live our lives and how to uh, walk like He walked, talk like He talked and to live our lives like He did. And one thing to me that I think is amazing, we became really close, but the accountability mm -hmm. You know, it, it is so special to have accountability partner that you can come with. And I've shared something with these guys, things over the last three years, going on three years, that I uh, haven't with anybody else. That we could share our own hearts. We could discuss things. We could pray. And we could talk through things together. That, uh, that's been very important to my life. 
And if you'd have any interest in, in forming a big group or being come, becoming a part of one, uh, just see any one of the three of us and we'd be happy to help you get one started and look forward to helping you with it. I promise you it'll increase your walk with God. Another part of our pathway to Christlikeness is what we refer to as advanced classes. And we've been offering these since uh, 2018. And uh, the, uh, the way they're structured, they're structured in such a way as to grow our faith. Uh, and they're designed to help us study, know, and grow. Study the Bible and other Christian resources. Know what we believe and why we believe it uh, so that we can witness to others and defend our faith and to grow in our faith as we uh, can draw closer to Christ and grow in Christ's likeness. Now, we uh, normally offer uh, these classes twice a year, and they're 10 weeks uh, in each session, and we run four classes at a time. Um, and they are uh, designed to delve deeper into our faith through in-depth studies on various topics uh, in our faith and general interest of our congregation. So we repeat them from time to time so that if you miss a class, you'll have an opportunity to catch it later on uh, as it cycles back around. And Derek teaches uh, classes that are considered essential to our faith. And I want to read what those are so that you'll have an understanding. Uh, praying the Bible, grasping God's Word, Old Testament and New Testament surveys, defending and sharing the faith, making disciples, how we are shaped to serve, and Bible theology. Now the other uh, topics that we offer are pretty much dependent on what the church membership desires and has an interest in learning about, and including uh, other topics, that some of the ones that we have taught so far are angels, we've had courses on marriage and family, uh, end times, uh, various men's and women's studies, heaven, finances, fitness, and heavenly rewards. Uh, and what we would like to do is offer classes that fit the desires of the congregation. So in order to do that, we need feedback from you as to what types of topics you would be interested in uh, learning a little bit more about, and we will uh, offer you an opportunity to fill out a, a suggestion form a little later so that we can have that feedback and structure classes that would be of interest to you. Our classes are offered on Wednesday nights immediately following family night supper. They last 45 minutes and so we would encourage everyone to come out on Wednesday nights, share in a, a really good meal and fellowship with uh, uh, one another and then uh, stay for 45 minutes of uh, advanced classes. Would you give them a round of applause and thank them for their service? I appreciate all of our ministry teams and uh, particularly I'm thankful today for a discipleship team. I need to do just one more item of business just so we can make sure anyone who's come in up until this point who is a member who would like a deacon ballot form, if you need one of those, Raise your hand up, and we've got a couple of deacons that are able to hand those out to you. If anybody didn't get one earlier, we realize, you know, sometimes 
uh, especially on a Sunday where it's you know spring back you know or spring forward right that uh, you might come in after we handed those out so all right well if you didn't get one flag one of these guys down all right uh, at the end of the service go ahead and fill, be filling those out and and I'll give you permission you can, that's something you can do during my sermon if it helps you uh, pay attention that'll work if not just go watch it afterwards all right so well, let's, let's dive into this. And I just, I, you, in my mind, during this series, you know, our, our team, discipleship team, has really given you what we're doing, why we're doing it, the background of all those things. I feel like it's my job to help you, to help you figure out how to make that happen in your own life. So I want to encourage you there. Uh, next week, we will have a card where we will give you an opportunity to figure out ways to enter the pathway for yourself. That's what this is all about, to help you to grow in Christ's likeness in this pathway that we've designed to love like Jesus, live like Jesus, and lead like Jesus. We're going to talk today about living like Jesus. So we, we, we're talking about moving down that pathway toward becoming more like Christ. Oftentimes this can be called discipleship, growth, but ultimately, however you want to decide to call it, whatever you want to decide to call it, the end goal is to help you from this day to the next to grow more in Christ's likeness, to become more like your Savior, to become more like Jesus. We gave a defense of that, that last week, and I want to encourage you to consider that that's what every Christian, anyone who knows Jesus Christ as their Savior, you are called to be more and more like Christ Every day of your life, it's called sanctification. Now, one day, you and I will, on this earth, you and I will never attain to that. But it's a pursuit that we continue to be more and more like him. Well, we won't be exactly like him until that moment that the Bible tells us we meet him face to face. But it's important for us to continue to become more like Christ, to encourage one another to be more like Christ. And so you've heard from the team the importance of doing this, but doing this thing together doing this thing for each other and with each other the pathway that is Jesus never for, meant for us to go it alone Jesus never meant for you just to have your own personal relationship with Jesus that only affected you and never affected anyone else think about just a lot like there are 59 statements in the New Testament that tell us how we should treat one another they're called the one another statements. We're, we're real creative, right, with those, right? But that's what they tell us is how to love one another, how to spur one another on to Christ-likeness, to how to bear one another's burdens. So we were never meant to become more and more like Christ of our, of our own effort. Number one, we need Jesus to help us become more like him. Number two, we need each other to spur each other on to further know Christ and to grow in Him. We need each other to get down the pathway. So we need to love God to get us on the pathway we talked about last week, and we need to love others to keep us on the pathway. And that's what we want to talk about today. I remember in college, we enjoyed going backpacking. Um, I was in a lot better shape at the time. But we, we would go backpacking. You know, you, in backpacking, you carry everything you needed for a day or multiple days on your back, right? So, you know, you, of course you want to limit that. But also, you know, you would take all the food you needed. And those packs would get, you know, 40, 50 to 
depending on what you have, you know, quite a bit of weight on them. And that's pretty strenuous to carry those on your back, right? Well, one time we, we, would, we would get people, because we'd talk about it. It was so fun. We would go to the Cahuta Wilderness. We would go to Jack River Falls. It's beautiful. If you've never seen it, you should try. It's amazing. So we would do this, and so we'd come back, and we'd just talk to all of our friends about it. And so we'd eventually get people to say, hey, next time you go, I'd love to go with you. And we had this one guy come with us one time, and this guy, we, we didn't think, I learned my, we learned our lesson. This guy, at the time, had, had really no physical activity. He was in very bad shape, and, uh, and, and just, it was, he, he was not ready, trust me. So we, you know, we, the, the trail we would hike on would take about five, it'd be about five miles, not a big, long hike. We were more in, in it for the adventure. Once you got to the falls, you know, we'd jump off the, stuff, all the dangerous stuff we would do. But this guy, like halfway, man, he's out. He's like completely done. And I'm like, I know where we are in the trail. And I'm like, bro, we've got a long way to go. And you got to get there. Like, my pack is already heavy enough for me, much less carrying your pack. Well, what we ended up doing is each and every one of us that was there, about six or seven of us, we ended up taking part of his pack. And so that he ended up walking on his own and did much better. The thing I decided is that, like, this guy was kind of clumsy, and if he had fallen, what we, what we, what we have done, because he was a big guy. So, like, I don't, I'm like, what are we thinking? You know, we learned our lesson. But the point of the thing is, is that we took off his load to lighten it for him so that he could get down the path, right? That's what this is. That's what it, this thing of Christianity is, is that we, at times, our burdens are heavier, and we need each other to help shoulder the weight, to help point us in the right direction, to help encourage us along the way, to help us to progress one step at a time, to get us there. We need each other to just do like we did. And sometimes we need to just be there and carry that weight for someone else and shoulder a little bit more so that someone who's struggling can get there. The Christian life is like that. Jesus surrounded himself with people to whom he could pass faith in Christ onto. We also are meant to do this together. We're to seek to live like Jesus with each other. I love that Tammy called her connect group a family. We are family. We're the family of Christ. We're brothers and sisters. Not just in our connect group, certainly there, but even as a church family. And so it's my job as, your, as the pastor, as one of the Christians, as a part of this body of Christ, because I'm not the head of this. Jesus is the head. I'm just a shoulder or something. I don't know. But you are too. And so as much as it is my job to spur you on to Christ-likeness, it's your job to spur me on to Christ-likeness as well. We seek to live like Jesus together, carrying each other along the way. And when we do, we find three principles of what this looks like. And I want to share three scriptures with you. Venice read two already. I'm going to hit those very quickly and look at one more. Number one, to live like Jesus, we must walk like Jesus. Look at what it says in 1 John 2, 6 again. The one who says he remains in him, Jesus, should walk also just as he walked. The Apostle John is pointing us to walking in Jesus by uh, what you see before that, keeping his commands. 
So there must be an, an intentional devotion by me and you to following Jesus' commands, following them day, day in and day out, really in a methodical way. Uh, the guys mentioned their D group. And uh, they got the ball rolling. I was so excited to come in as the pastor. And I meet with these three deacons. And, you know, sometimes in churches when you meet with three deacons, like right off the bat, it might not be a good thing. But these guys wanted to tell me how awesome their discipleship team was and, or their discipleship group was. And, and I, I shared with them. I said, you've got to be kidding me. That is something I, I, I feel so strongly about the disciple and we had that heart to begin with and we've been working on this for a while we were ready to launch it and then COVID hit and so now we're ready to again and I'm so thankful for the example Johnny and Bruce and Phil have set for us so I started a degroup in the middle of the pandemic I started one and what they didn't tell you and what I want to tell you is it's hard you, you can start this thing and they kind of mentioned it that you know they weren't right away they weren't friends or uh, they were friends but they weren't they didn't really know each other very well, but God laid there on their heart to be in a group together, to disciple one another. And there was this moment, what they didn't tell you is there, there's this moment. Well, I've experienced it recently with my D group. There's this moment where it just hits you that, man, you, this, I can't imagine my life without this group of guys spurring me on to Christ-likeness in my life. It, there's this switch that happens. And it takes different times for different people. But it was amazing what, what, what has happened even in our own D group. Where this moment where we come, become less than just acquaintances, reading the Bible together, praying for each other, encouraging things on to, these are my brothers, and I got their back, and they got mine, and they're helping me to walk this life together. So our encouragement is for you to find a group, a connect group, maybe a connect group and a D group. I, that, that would be my encouragement. And a D group is, is a small group of, same, of the same gender working together to encourage each other to Christ-likeness. So we'd encourage you to do that, to help each other day in and day out, to hold, us, hold each other accountable, to help you to walk like Jesus walks. The second thing we see, to live like Jesus. This is, this is the paradoxical nature of Scripture. To live like Jesus, we must die like Jesus. Look at what Galatians 2.20 says. I've been crucified with Christ. No longer, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. So you and I are called to die like Jesus died. Die to ourselves. Die to our ways. Die to our passions, our desires, our wrong thinking. We go down the path he sets before us. He died so that we could die. Why? The next part of the verse tells us why. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. You see, if we live our lives for ourselves only, it leads to a path of death. And if we die to ourselves, it leads us to a life ready to walk with others. It's a life in Christ. A path that leads to life is the path that we die on. We die and we receive life. And if we try to continue to live in our own strength and in our own self and don't die to that, we'll actually lead to our death. And so we want to make sure that we help each other to die to ourselves. Really, you can't be in a group of people. You, you, unless you're willing 
to put yourself aside and say, you matter more. Let me lift you up first. Let me worry about you. It's like us walking on that path to the Cahutta Wilderness, to Jack River Falls, and I didn't want to carry any extra weight. My pack was heavy enough, but I wanted my friend to experience what we'd experienced. And so we took a part of the burden on us. We looked at ourselves as less. We were, less. We were willing to die. And then we have to die to ourselves so that Jesus can live in us and through us. And the third thing that we see, to live like Jesus, we must be devoted to Jesus, or devoted like Jesus. Look at Acts 2, 42. This is not about Jesus necessarily, but it's about his followers and what they were doing. It says, they, followed, or they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. They, they devoted themselves to community with each other around God's word. These are Jesus' followers, and they devote themselves to his teachings passed down, but they also devote themselves to each other, to each other. Why does Hebrews tell us to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together? Because I need you and you need me to grow in our relationship with Jesus Christ. So we encourage you to be a part of a group that's leading you, to, that's loving you, that's helping you to devote yourself more to Jesus and more to Christ's likeness. And we can walk this path together. So what do we do? I encourage you. I encourage you to find community. And not just community around anything. Community for community's sake can be good, but it's, but it's not ultimate. I'm asking you and encouraging you to find someone that will help you, that will walk with you, live with you, and spur you on to become less like yourself and to become more like your Savior. That's happening all over this building every Sunday morning, other times of the week, and I love it. It's so exciting to me. That's, man, an exciting thing to be a pastor and see people encouraging one another in their walk with Jesus, encouraging one another to love Jesus more, to live for Jesus more, and to spur each other on that's the call today. That's encouragement today. Next week we'll have little cards and we're going to ask you to make a visible declaration. I am going to become more like Christ. I'm going to get on the pathway. I want to do these things. We're going to give that to you next week. We had enough stuff for you to fill out today with the deconsolation and some other stuff. But today I encourage you. Tammy's going to be there. You want to be a part of a connect group? That's a great step into community join a connect group today. Go talk to Tammy. We have, we have several groups already, new ones that have recently started. But hey, we're not opposed. To, if, if we need to start another one, we can. So go talk with her. I need to find somebody to help me spur, spur me on to Christ-likeness. Find that today. Maybe you're here and pandemic's just gotten you out of whack. I understand that. I've talked to many and our schedules are out of whack and crazy and Maybe you're just getting back into the rhythm of this thing. That's okay. I'll encourage you. The thing that's going to help you is to find those relationships, that community to help you grow in Christ's likeness again. So reach out to those. We have those available. Maybe it's the one you left or you were a part of before. Maybe it's a new one. Whatever God is leading you to, 
Whatever you need to help you push you to more towards Him, we have it available or we can make it available to you. So that's our encouragement to press in to each other and spur each other on to to be more like Jesus. Let's pray. God, we thank you for this day. I pray that you would work and move in our lives right now, God, that you'd help us. Help us, God, to be more like you. But God, help us not to just rely upon our own ability to do that, but Lord, to reach out like that, like our friend did on the Cahutta Wilderness Path and said, I can't go another step with this pack on my back. It was hard. It was something we didn't want to do at the moment. It was, we're going to have to shoulder more weight, but it was worth it. And so God, I pray you help us be willing to help others to walk closer to you, to be closer to Christ's likeness in their own life. Lord, we pray these things and we ask them in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're here today, uh, stand up. I'll all stand up. But if you're here today and you'd like to trust Christ, you can do that today too. But our encouragement is for you to grow in Christ's likeness more.